man-made objects are found in odd places underground. It's Rhyme and Reason 614. Hey there, Tony here, and I'd like to read to you today in this particularly odd accent about a find, a find in a dig. Shall we continue? Are you ready? Are you with me? Good, because here we go. Dr. Rockraiser, an archaeologist from the 20th century, was, let's say, excited. And for him, that was completely out of character, because most of his contemporaries and fellow workers in the dirt found him to be quite dry, if you'll pardon the accidental pun, but here he was, with a face full of obvious exuberance as he held a tiny thimble above his head to get a better view in the light. And the thimble was just one of several man-made objects his team had uncovered. But how was it possible those man-made objects could be where they were? And the list of those objects sounds like they came from someone's house or garage. An iron pot and some type of vase with silver inlay, and an eight-carat gold chain, a ceramic doll, and a curious coin of some sort. There were also tools, nails, a screw, and an iron instrument. But the strangest part, the strangest part, isn't the object themselves. It's where they were found. Dr. Rockraiser, or Doc Rock as his friends like to call him, and his team uncovered all these things from down deep in buried rocks. In fact, they were encased in coal. Black coal. So, maybe you can understand Doc Rock's excitement when you find out the supposed timeline of those rock layers. According to evolutionary dating methods, all those man-made objects would have to be millions of years older than mankind itself. And that, my dear Watson, is most peculiar. Or, as Spock would say, most illogical. Of course, some might ask, well, Dr. Rockraiser, how do you know those objects were made by humans? But the astute and silver-tongued paleontologist and linguist would quickly reply, Are you kidding me over here, huh? If you can't look at something and almost immediately tell whether it was man-made or not, you have no business, I say again, no business, positing theories or devising rock-dating methods, how dare you? And you probably shouldn't have influence over any other human being until you develop more functioning brain cells. Do I make myself clear? Okay, so I hope my somewhat fictional story helps you see how the earth shows God's glory to anyone who'll see the truth reasonably, even when it's revealed in a quarry. Thank you so much for tuning in to this rather odd episode of Rhyme and Reason, brought to you as always by TonyFunderberg.com. Hasten over there immediately, if not sooner, to that merch tab and get yourself that t-shirt that says life has rhyme and reason because 
God made you. There's a rhyme and reason for your